This is Gemara Subistaf Tess. We're holding in the bottom of Chof Chesam and Beis, excuse me, on the last medium-sized line. We finished yesterday discussing the Bir Chesavelim, the Bracha made in the Rechava, the incredible story of the Brachas that were said, the consolation that was given to Rav Chiyabar Abba. And now continues the Gemara on the first, last medium-sized line. We're about eight lines to the bottom of Chesam and Beis. Amar Ula, first words on the line. Va'amila Masnita Tana, another practice of the Beis Avelim that happened in the house of mourners. Asara Koyseis Tignuch Chacham instituted ten cups of wine that they would drink. What are these ten cups of wine? Three before the eight. Why? Open up their insides. Three in middle of the meal. to absorb the food in their insides. Four after the meal. So ten cups of wine they would have. Now the Gemara continues, I see for the Marba. They add on another four cups of wine to those tents. Now they're drinking 14 cups of wine. One is for the attendants of the city. One is for the supporters of the town. And one is for Rav Gamliel. So all these different Chasha people in their city, those who buried the dead, those that were involved in all the different portions, those who paid for the burial, they made a special cup of wine that everyone would drink in their honor. Says the Gemara, and finally they drink for Rav Gamliel. His chiluayashayzin Originally they would drink, they'd get drunk, 14 cups of wine. So what happened? They rolled the clock back. My Rav Gamliel. Says the Gemara, why did they drink a special cup of wine for Rav Gamliel? What did he do? With regard to Avelim, Ditanya, the expenses of the wedding were more crushing and more difficult than the death itself. How incredible. We know sometimes monetary obligations are difficult. But says the Gemara, the cost of the funeral is even greater and more difficult than the death itself. You know what they would do? They would leave the nifter barchan, they would run away. They couldn't afford the actual burial. Achabarav Gamliel and said, "This is ridiculous." Nagakulay spots when he made very, very big leniencies by Tzibikli Pishdan, and they carried him out in flax vessels. But Nagukulamach Rav Lai Tzibikli Commission, as they all did, saving themselves all that money, incredibly increasing the kavanahs. And Amar Abav in a Nagama Filu B'Sarba Bar Zav Bar. Zuza says Rabbi nowadays even use a worth a canvas that's worth one zoz, says the Gemara, and that's why they had a special cup for Rav Gamliel, due to the fact that Rav Gamliel helped out all the Avilim. And that's the end of the sugya of this topic of the Berchaz Avilim. And now we go all the way back to the beginning of the Mesechta, a little bit more than a week ago, discussing the din of the Mishnah of Besula Nisayis B'yayim HaRavi'i. Omar Rav Elazar, let's turn over to today's daf, and then we'll explain a little bit. Says Rav Lazar, If someone says Pesach Basuach, I found an opening. They are believed. Again, let's go back. Let's remind ourselves why do we why do they get married on a Wednesday? If the husband didn't find Dam, the husband thinks he's marrying a Basula, a virgin, a woman who's never married, so he thinks there should be Dam, the classical Dam Basulum on the first act of intercourse, and there isn't. So we want them to get married on a Wednesday night so they could potentially go to bed on a Thursday morning. Now says Rav Lazaranudin, let's say they sleep together, and the husband says, one second, Pesach Basuach Matasi. A Basula, the 
Bia, the Tashmish, the intercourse with the Basula, with the Virgin, is supposed to be the type that's supposed to be a tighter type of Tashmish. But this husband says, no, Pesach, Pesuach, Matzasi, the Tashmish felt like it was with a Baula, like it was with a woman, that was already married. Said Rav Lazar, if their husband comes and says that, you know what the Allah is? Naaman. He is believed, the Isra love, to make her forbidden to him. Now let's look at a little bit of Rashi before we go further in the Gemara. Rashi says in the top, Rashi, you know what's going on over here? He doesn't say anything about the blood. You know why? Because maybe it's coming from a family where there wasn't any blood, or maybe he lost the blood. Okay, but he says something else. He says, I know that the Tashmish felt it wasn't a tight Tashmish like a Basula, rather the active intercourse was Pesach Pesuach, I found her to be open. Says the Mish, Gemar Nemer La Love. Now Rashi explains, He's the only one that can tell us as no one else knows. But Rashi says the critical words, He's believed unto himself. Why? He makes her in something that is a piece of it, so this is forbidden to me. But to make her lose her ksuba, she's not believed. So Rashi speaks out the incredible din. Now what we mean to say over here is that the husband has a believability and Naaman is on himself. If he says, I know, no one else in the world knows. But I know that she wasn't a basula. He's, she, he is believed unto himself. He's not believed not to pay her. With regard to monetary obligations, you have to give her a ksuba. Fine, but he's believed to say she must have had illicit relations, as we'll discuss in a moment, and therefore they are forbidden. But ask the Gemara one second. Vamai, why is he believed Svek Sveko? It's a classical, says the Gemara. Svek Sveko, a double doubt. And the Gemara explains, what would the reason be forbidden, as we explained back in that phase, they did Arison well before they did Nisuin. Their engagement wasn't a classical engagement, it was a real engagement of Arison with Tanayim, and after that point, if she were to go and sleep with another man, she would be forbidden to her husband. That would be called Zinsa Tachtov. She was Mezana, she had illicit relations Tachtov while she was under her husband because he already had Harrison. So ask the Gemara, why is she forbidden to him? It's a Svex Veika. Number one, we have no clue when. It's true, he came to Bezdin and said, Pesach, Pesuach, Masasi, my wife, was not Ibisula. I had Tashmish with her and I am clear and I am clear and I know. There was a different type of Dashmish. She wasn't closed. I know it was Pesach, it was an open door. She wasn't a virgin. But says Gemara, still your mother. Why are you mother? Number one, When did she have Tashmish? Maybe she had Tashmish before they had Arison. Maybe she had Tashmish before they got married. As Rashi says, Kodim Shen Nis Arsa Zinsa. Number two, and if you're going to say no, it was that she was Mizana while they had Irisin, says Rashi, what happens if it was Ba'inis? What if she was, someone was Ma'anis, or someone raped her, was not consensual? The halacha is, she does not become forbidden to her husband if someone is Ma'anis, her, even after Irisin. So ask the Gemara, you, Rav Lazar, just taught us that if the husband comes in and says, Pesach, but says the Gemara, why? Maybe it was before they did Eresin, and even if you're going to tell me it was after they did Eresin, but maybe it was through an act of Aynes. Answers the Gemara, there's two answers. Number one, which is a special halacha that even if it was Aynes, even if it was non-consensual, the halacha is, she's still forbidden to her husband, who is a Kayin. Answer number two, but you know what the case is, 
where her father accepted the Kedushin, she was a very little girl, younger than three. What does it mean, younger than three? And therefore, the first suffix, what was the first suffix? Maybe she was Mizana before they got married. But if she was three years old, it cannot have been before she got married, as Rashi speaks out, because if she were to have relations before she becomes of three years old, the Basulim come back, like Rashi says, like putting your finger in your eye, there's going to be some tears, but it's going to come back. So a girl less than three years old, if she was Mizana, the Basulim will return. So there was no longer a doubled out, because on the first doubt, whether it was before Harrison or not, it's not true, it had to have been afterwards if she doesn't have the Basul Men's because it would come back. Of course, the Messias of a three-year-old is always difficult. Says the Gemara, okay, so we have two ways of explaining the dinner of Rabbi Lazar, that when a husband says, I found my wife to be Pesach Masuach, he's believed to make her Aser, either if she's an Ashes Kain, or if the, she was married at age three. Mike Kamashlan asked the Gemara, what's the Chiddush seven lines down of Tesam and Aleph? Tani and Abdullah Dinner Rais, Haim Relisha Kidash Ticha. If someone says, to a woman, I married you. Via Maris like it, that you didn't marry me. No talachis. He mutaris bekrevav. She is mutter to his relatives. But vohuaser bekrevaisel. He is forbidden with two her relatives. Why? Because he says I married you. So ask the Gemara, what's the Ochid that you're telling me? man is allowed to make someone into a piece of forbidden meat. He's allowed to say, you are usher to me. I know it was Pesach Basuach. We know this thing already. Answers the Gemara, no. Mao the Tame, I would have thought, awesome. Devade Kimle. Over there, he knows with 100% certainty he married that girl. So maybe that's when we say Shavya Nafshei. Havalacha, but in our case, make a mudlo Kimle, can know 100%. Kamash Mulan, that is. The Chiddush says, the, and of course he can't know 100%, Rashi just speaks out, the reason being, because he's a someone who was never previously married, and therefore it's impossible that he knows 100% what the act of Tashmish should feel like. Says the Gemara, Oh, now we're going back. Fundamental, Rav Lazar said, A oh, man is believed to say this. Ask Gemara, really? A woman is not forbidden to her husband, unless there is Kinoi. Unless there is warning, stira, and there is seclusion, uke like the maisa that happened between David Amelech and Bathsheba. So says the Gemara, the only time Rav Lazar says that there's an emanos, is not just to walk into Bezin and say, you are usher to me, has to have kinoy and stira. You have to warn her, and this is the way every site is created, and then we have to have aid, and that they had yicha, that they were secluded. But the mere coming in and saying, saying that she is usher should not be enough. Says the Mara back one second. Fitizra Maisa Shaya Bakinav is Tira Boy. Says Mara, what are you talking about? The story of Tavana Melch and Bashava wasn't Kini and Stira at all. There wasn't a warning of there wasn't seclusion, number one. Vaida, furthermore, Mias Rua. What's going on over there? Was Bashava usher to a husband novel? Of course not. So what are you saying? At all. Says, actually, not, not novel. To Uriah. Her husband, Uriah Rashi says, cause if that would have been the case, she would have been Asr Lailam. Answers the Gemara, Halai Kasha Achikamar. A woman is only forbidden to her husband if there was an act within the parsha regarding something like Kinu Yistira, Mimaisa Shahaya, that we learn out from the story of David and Basheva. Because there was not, they were not forbidden. And that is what the Gemara wants to bring out from the story 
of Maisa and Basheva. But ask the Gemara still, Mikomakim Kasha, Kinei Stira in, Pesel Besuach Loi. We're back to square one. It's only via Kinei Stira. So how could Rebelezer say, by saying Pesel Besuach, he's believed to make her, her his wife forbidden to him? Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Something has to give. It can't be that the only way to make a woman forbidden is via Kine and Sira being a warning and seclusion. Because if that's true, you're going to tell me good old-fashioned Adim don't have any believability. Can't be. You know what this price that we're quoting from Laza, this is what it must be. Number one. A woman is not forbidden to her husband with a singular aid, Elabish That's the Khadish. There was a novelty said over about Kino Yustira about seclusion and warning. What was that novelty? The novelty was that normally one aid is not enough to make a woman forbidden to her husband. But if it's via Kino Yustira, then one aid is going to be enough. And now, and the husband coming into Bezin and saying, I found my wife to be a Bezin Basuach, I found her to be open, not like a Basula, that is a kin that is similar to Shnei Edim. And that is what we reconcile the two statements of Rav Lazar. Asks the Gemara, what is the reason why the story with Davin and Basheva, why were they not forbidden? Hasamainazu. Answer number one, because over there, it was in Aynis. Number two, as we turn over to Tessa Medbeh, is a very famous Gemara. Why was David and Basheva? Why was Basheva not Asr to her husband Uriah? Anyone who went out to war with David Amelech wrote his wife. Agat wrote his wife Agav al Tanai Dachsev Vesachicha Tifkoid as the pasuk says and look at your brother Lishalayim for a piece Vesaravtam Dikach and take their Aruba explains the Gemara My Vesaravtam Dikach what does it mean take the Aravtam Tani Rav Yosef Zarma Rav the matters that are between him and her referring to the Kedushin and that is where we see that he used to write Agat al Tanai so the reason why Uri is not going to be forbidden because indeed he wrote Agat to his wife Basheva and that is the reason why. This act is the Rashi over here says on the second line. Rashi says that they would write the get mehayoyim from today if there is death in battle. Now getting to the Gemara, let's go back. We started off today with Rav Lazar. What did Rav Lazar say? If you said I found an opening, I found her not to be a besula. You have an amonis to make her forbidden to you. Amar Abayah, and I'm not going to have a right to Rav Lazar. Besula, he says the Amar Avi. A besula dafbeis it's married on a Wednesday. Why should I get married on Thursday? My time, why not on Thursday? You know why? We spoke about this in that base. The reason why they don't want to get married on Thursday? Because we don't want it to come off, come down. If they have to wait from Thursday all the way to Monday, we're nervous the husband is going to calm down. Now the Gemara articulates that which we spoke about in that base. What are we nervous about? That he's going to calm down and he's not going to end up giving her a ksuba? Nezavah. So what's the problem? The problem is, let him give it to her. What's the issue over here? Meaning, if they're going to, he's going to calm down. 
And he's not going to give it to, not going to get divorced right now. Okay, so when he gets divorced later, I'll give her the ksuba. What's the problem? You know what the problem is? They might be forbidden. She might have been mizana and it's best of lasuach and you're not going to live together. So we're nervous that what if they get married on a Thursday and they don't go to bed until Monday? What are we nervous about? We're nervous they might be a forbidden union over here. She might have been mizana. She might have had illicit relations after the Arison. What's the husband saying? The husband's coming in and saying, I found my wife not to be a Sula. So we have a clear raya from the Mishnah that the case of Bessel was Suach. The husband has a believability and that's the whole reason and the whole enactment. Get married on a Wednesday so that he'll go to bed on Thursday morning and not have to wait all the way till Monday. Answers the Gemara, not necessarily is that the case. The Katayin Tainas Tamim. I can tell you that the Mishnah is talking about nothing to do with Bessel was like Velazar taught us. But rather, so that he came in and he said, I did not find the blood, I did not find the dam basulim. So, Abayah tried to bring a right to Ravalazar from our Mishnah, but nothing doing. Now we're going to conclude today with Amr Abu Dhamr Shmuel, a similar din. So Ravalazar said, if someone says Bas Basuach, excuse me, what's his Namanis? Is that Manas is to make his wife forbidden? Shavya Nafshe Chaticha the Yisurah Rashi and Amar Alf explained, and Rashi and Amar Alf explained further. But he has no Namanas for monetary reasons. He would have to give her a ksuba over here on Tesum and Beis. Says Rav Yudam or Shmuel, no Neman Lahavsida Ksubasa. He's believed to make his wife lose her ksuba. Amar Rav Yisur Micah Mashlon Panino. Where do we learn this in the Mishnah? What do we learn in the Mishnah? If someone eats by his father's house in Yehuda after Eresin Shlebedim without Edim, then he's not allowed to make a Tainus Besulim. Why? Because in Yehuda they had an interesting Hanhaga, an interesting Minog, that they would have Yichod. And therefore we're nervous that if they, the husband and wife, they're not husband and wife yet, they only had Eresin. But if they had Yichod, we're nervous that they slept together. So if later on after Nisu and the husband comes in and says, wait, my wife was not a Basula, we say, wait, you know why? Because you slept with her. So says the Gemara in Yehuda, you will not be able to have a Tainas Besulim. Explains the Gemara now five lines at the bottom. Only in Yehuda you can have this taina. What's the obvious implication? But in a place called Galil, where they were not miyachid, we do not have to suspect that the husband and wife slept together before the Nisuin, that the husband would be able to claim. Ulamai, what are we discussing? If we're discussing that the husband has a claim, then maybe my wife was Mizana and I want, and now she's forbidden to me. Why does he not believe in Yehuda? Meaning, it's true that he might have been the one to sleep with her, but if the husband is suspectful that there might have been someone else, then what? Then they are indeed forbidden. Must, excuse me, it must be the husband is coming to make her lose her ksuba. So says the Gemara, and what is the husband claiming? My love, the Katayin Taina is best of a suach. And therefore says the Gemara, right, that when someone says best of a suach, but sasi, you never left, see the ksubasa. For the fact that the Bryce has said that in Yehuda, you're not believed. Beraya, is that elsewhere in Galil? You are believed. What do you believe? When he said best of a suach, seemingly you're believed, left, see the ksubasa. Why? Because if the whole case was talking about to make your usher, it should even be 
believed in Yehuda? Answers the Gemara Loi, the Kotain Tainis Tamin, it's the Raya. Again, just like we refuted the Raya of Abaya, it's a case we could be talking about that he said there was no Dam. And therefore, we do not have necessarily a Raya to this din of Yehuda or Shmuel, just like we did not have the Raya to din of Rav Lazar. So to sum up today's daf, we had two opinions about when a husband comes in to say, Pesach Lasuach, where Rav Lazar that says, Nemun la Isralaf, Shavya Nashak Hatikha di Sura, Abaya tried to bring a Raya which was refuted. Rav Yehuda or Shmuel said, Pesach Rav Yosef tried to bring a riot which was refuted. We'll pick it up from Dafyot in the next year.